How are you all doing this morning? This evening. It's an evening. Merry Christmas, everyone. You doing good? Everyone, good to have you with us tonight. It's uh, Christmas Eve Eve, which for some of you, it might be the first time that you've ever been to a Christmas Eve service on the eve of Eve. Uh, so if you understood what I was saying, it's a little bit, little bit different. Great opportunity, though, for people We're already in the second service here. In the first service, we had great opportunity to see some people we don't normally get to see. People connected with Bridge were able to be a part of our Christmas Eve service that they don't normally come to. And others can just bring people, guests, and friends. So if you're visiting with us today, uh, we just want to say thank you for coming. We hope that you're blessed and encouraged tonight. We're going to do some different things tonight um, just to celebrate the birth of Christ. Uh, some things are going to be uh, serious. They're going to be reflective. Um, Pastor Brian's going to speak a little bit later tonight. Uh, we're also going to do some things that are fun. Uh, and I'm going to be able to do some things that are fun tonight. I don't always get an opportunity to do some of the fun stuff. I do the speak part, but not necessarily the laugh fun part. So I get to do that um, tonight. I'm excited to do that. So I need some of my kids, some of our kids around here. Where are some of our bridge kids or just any kids that are here today or tonight? If you're a kid, can you just kind of put your hand up and let me know that you're here tonight? Any kid at all? Come on, Joey, put your hand up. Put your hand up. All right, we got all kinds of kids here, and we want to make sure that you're identified. Now, if you're an adult and you identify as a child, I'm not referring to you, okay, but we're talking about kids. And what we're going to do is we're going to tell the Christmas story, and we're going to do it in a fun way tonight. We're going to do it in a way that we need participation. So any one of the kids that raised their hand that would like to come and join me up on the stage tonight, please come and join me, and we want to tell the Christmas story with your help. Um, And if you're a parent and you'd like to join your child just to make sure they stay focused, you're welcome to come as well. So would you just join me in just welcoming any of our kids as they come up tonight? Come on, kids. Anybody up? Let's go. Come on up. Come on up. Have a seat right here. Have a seat. I'm going to be sitting right here so you can sit and face this way. You can face out that way. You can the stairs. All this is good. Right? We have any brave parents that want to come and join us? Any brave parents? Ah, what am I sitting on? Oh, I'm sitting on my, my iPad. So, wow, look at you guys. We have no brave parents. So come on, Chelsea, let's go. Come on. What else do we have? Any other kids? Any, any adults that identify as children that want to come up here? We need some additional helpers. Do we have any additional helpers tonight that would like to come up and do that? Here's one. That's good. We've got another one. Any other ones coming up tonight? That's good. Just give them a round of applause. Come on, that's good. How many of you have ever heard of the Christmas story, right? The Christmas story is all about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, right? No. Who is it about? Jesus. It's about Jesus. That's right. How did you know that? Because I was in the play. Oh, because you were in the play. Okay. I thought you were going to say because your mom and dad taught you, but that's okay. Because um, you're in the play. That's good. No, we're going to tell the Christmas story tonight, and we're going to tell the story about Jesus. But we need your help tonight because we're not just going to read the story. Right, Joey? We're not going to just read the story. We need you guys to give us some sound effects. Do you know what a sound effect is? Yeah. Who knows what a sound effect is? That's a sound. Go ahead. It's a sound. It is. What else? What's the sound? Yeah, it's like when someone does something or speaks and then there's like a sound that like, right? So like if I bonked Wayne on the head, what would be a good sound effect to do that? Bonk, right? Or something that's a sound effect. So we're going to do some sound effects tonight to the Christmas story. We need you guys to practice, okay? So there's five words that we're going to look for tonight, okay? And you can either look at the screens behind me or all the way in the back of the church there. You can see the big TV screen back there. There's five words that we're going to look at when we tell the Christmas story tonight. And they all have a sound effect with them, okay? 
And we're going to practice them. And this isn't just for everyone on the stage. It's for all of you out there too. And if you don't participate, we're videoing you and we're going to show you later and we're going to put on Facebook. So you need to make sure that you participate, okay? Because if you don't, you're going to be embarrassed, okay? So I'm just going to say. So there's five words that we're going to do tonight, okay? The first word is the word angel, okay? Does anyone know what an angel is? You do. You don't have to tell me what it is. You just know you know what it is. That's good, right? It's an angel. Now, every time you hear the word angel in the story, I want you to go like this. Ah! Can you do that? It's like when you see something that you were surprised to see, what do you do? Ah! Right? So let's hear you guys try to do that. Ready? One, two, three. Ah! Okay. Now, you guys did it, but nobody out there did it. So let's try it again. Ready? One, two, three. Okay, they got it. They're good. Okay, the next one that we've got here is Mary. Okay, now Mary's a pretty big person in the story of the birth of Jesus. Does anyone know who Mary is? And don't say you had a brother named Peter and Paul. Who else? <laughs> Who's Mary? Who is Mary? Do you know, Lane, do you know who Mary is? Yeah, I was in the first one. You were in the first one. So you already know the story because he was in the first service. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty, friend. You're wonderful. That's great. We love you. Uh, Royce, who's, who's Mary? Yes, gave birth to Jesus. Every time we hear the, the name of Mary, okay? Baby Jesus' mom was Mary. This is what we want you to say. We want you to go, who, me? Can you try that? With your hands up, you got to go like, who, me? You know, not you talking to me. No, who, me? That's what you got to say. So let's try it. Ready? Mary. Who, me? Good. That was good. Let's have the people in the audience try one more time. Ready? Mary. Who, me? Right. And you got to do the hands, guys. Got to do the hands. Okay. The hands make it worthwhile. Okay. The third one is child. Okay. Child or baby. Okay. But child is the one we're going to talk about. What's one thing that babies do? Anyone know something babies do? What do babies do? Cry. What does that sound like when they cry? Very good, Joey. That's good. You know how to do that, don't you? Yeah, I can see. So, um, wah, they cry, right? So we're going to make a crybaby sound and we're going to rock our arms, right? Because when babies need to be rocked when they cry, right? So let's try this. Baby. Wah! Right? You can do it louder. Let's hear it. Baby. Wah! Good. They actually did a good job on that. They know what it's like. Okay, the last one, or second to last one is shepherds. Shepherds were in the story of Jesus. And they were out in the fields. And you know what they were doing? They were cutting the lawn, right? They were cutting the grass. No, what were they doing? They were watching something. What were they watching out in the fields, Faith? They're watching sheep, right? And what do sheep say? Bah! So every time we hear, every time we hear the word shepherd, we're going to say, bah! Who can do a really good bah? A really good one. Let's hear Wayne. Do it again. You got to do a loud one, though. No. Okay. Can anyone do a loud bah? Anyone? That's here. That's good. That's good. That's like a T-Rex with laryngitis. Okay, so that's good. Okay, so we're going to have shepherds, and they're going to do the bah. Okay, no, there's no T-Rex in the story, Joe. We have to do that later. Okay, so then the last one on the list is a star. You guys see behind me, there's a star up there on the wall? Every time you hear the word star, you're going to point at it, and you're going to go, ooh. So let's try that. Ready? Star. Ooh. Now, I saw a lot of you weren't pointing. The star is right behind me, guys. It's really big. See it up there? 
Let's see a point and start. Star. Olu, you can do better than that. Star. Point. Ooh. That's right. See, I told you I'd get you. All right. So we're going to tell the story tonight and the Christmas story, and we're going to do all of those. So let's just do a real quick refresher. Angel is what? Ah. Mary is who? Me? Then we have child, which is what? Okay. All right. You're on child strike. Okay. And then shepherd. And then the last one, star. All right. Here we go, guys. We're going to read the Christmas story with everybody helping. Here we go. The birth of Jesus foretold. Okay. That means they're telling the story of Jesus' birth. God sent the angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled. Does anyone know what trouble means? What? You're in trouble. That's what it means. No, it doesn't mean that, but actually. Mary was, it does mean that, but not in this case. Mary was actually, she was, she was scared. She was troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be, with, and will be called the Son of the Most High God. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word be fulfilled to me. Then the angel left her. The birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room available for them in the inn. And there were shepherds. You guys are really good at this. Living out in the fields nearby. They were keeping, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah of the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel. Ah! 
praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So baby Jesus was born, right? Isn't that something to celebrate? Come on, let's celebrate. We have to celebrate baby Jesus was born. Ready? All right, here we go. There's my party hat. Yes, it is an elf hat. It's my party hat. It goes with my hair. Okay. <laughs> okay. I set myself up for that one. Thanks, Anthony. Okay. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who were lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And there's one more part of this story that we're going to read. You ready? When Jesus was born in the village of Bethlehem in Judea, Herod was king. And during this time, some wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. And they said, where is the child? Born to be king of the Jews. We saw his star in the east, and we've come to worship him. When Herod heard about this, he was worried, and so was everyone else in Jerusalem. Herod brought together the kings, the priests, and the teachers of the law of Moses and asked them, Where will be the Messiah, King of the Jews? Where will he be born? They told him, He will be born in Bethlehem, just as the prophet wrote. Herod secretly called in the wise men and asked them when they had first seen the star. He told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, let me know. I want to go and worship him too. The wise men listened to what King said and they left. And the star they had seen in the east went on ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. They were thrilled and excited to see the star. When the men went into the house and saw the child... With Mary, his mother, they knelt down and they worshipped him. They took out their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh and gave them to him. And that's the story of the birth of Jesus. Isn't that an awesome story? Let's celebrate. Come on. You guys, you did a great job. You did a great job. And you know what? On your way out tonight, we've got all kinds of cookies and milk for you to have with your family and friends. Isn't that awesome? Somebody's happy, huh? Yeah, that's good. Hey, would you guys just join me in thanking our kids for being a part of this? You guys can go back to your seats now.
Well, good evening, Bridge. I uh, hope everybody's been having a, a great evening so far. And uh, I want to start by uh, saying that when I'm driving home tomorrow, Pastor Paul taught me that uh, when I'm listening to Christmas music now, when Mary is mentioned in a Christmas song, uh, I'm going to need to throw my arms up on my way home in the car and say, who, me? Okay, so if I'm in traffic and I hear this, okay? Um, so um, my name is uh, Pastor Brian. I'm one of the pastors here on staff at Bridge, and it's an honor to be able to, to be uh, here with you this evening as we uh, celebrate Christmas Eve Eve uh, this season. Uh, this season represents uh, hope in, in so many different ways. Um, like uh, many of you growing up, uh, <clears throat> I had so many hopes and wishes of what would be underneath that Christmas tree uh, on Christmas morning, you know, what, what um, my parents might have gotten me or, or what could be under there. Um, all my hopes and, and wishes I would hope would come true. And uh, one of my favorite uh, Christmas movies is A Christmas Story. And yeah, you guys are chuckling like, you know, you know. Um, if you don't know, it's okay. Uh, it'll be on tomorrow, starting at 8 on TBS. <laughs> and it won't end until Christmas at 8 o'clock. You have 24 hours to catch a Christmas story on TBS. TBS, I expect a check in the mail for that. Um, <laughs> but a Christmas story, uh, all about Ralphie and... I won't blow the end of it for you, but I'll give you the little bit of synopsis of, of this. Uh, Ralphie and his uh, Red Ryder carbine 200-shot model air rifle uh, that he wants so badly uh, throughout the entire movie. And he tells uh, people that he wants it, including his own mom. And his mom looks at him and says, you'll shoot your eye out. You're not getting one of those. Um, and, and so going on throughout the movie, they're, uh, they're on Christmas morning and... Uh, Randy is asleep. He's passed out after playing with all of his toys that he, that he had opened. And so it's just uh, Ralphie and his parents sitting there on that red couch. I think it was red. And um, uh, his dad asks him, so Ralphie, did you get everything that you wanted for Christmas? And Ralphie reluctantly says, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Because he knew that that was the one gift that he didn't get. At least he didn't think he got it. You have to watch the movie to see if you got it. I'm not going to give it away. So I want to start off with uh, two simple questions this evening. Uh, with it being Christmas Eve Eve, um, how many of you... Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip uh, the first part because um, I'm sure everybody in here, uh, maybe I'm making an assumption, that might be not true, but how many in here have... Uh, you've all looked around for the gifts prior to Christmas? You know, when you're little, the anticipation is killing you. Uh, yeah, everybody's looking around. Okay, so if you haven't, I applaud you. You are better than I am, okay? Um, uh, so I'm going to take it a little step further. How many of you found your gifts uh, and you opened them up and played with them? All right, all right. Appreciate your honesty. Next question. How many of you opened your gifts, played with them, broke them, and wrapped them back up? Oh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> um, that's awesome. It's uh, it's pretty normal uh, to to for and natural for us to hope. Uh, we often say things like, uh, "Boy, I hope this happens," or "I hope that happens," or um, "I'm really hoping that I get this job." 
I'm hoping this leads to that. Or for some of you, maybe your hope this season is that there will be snow on the ground for Christmas. You're hoping for a white Christmas. I don't mean to burst your bubble, but it's going to be 50 degrees, and that's probably what we're going to get this year. So, um, so if I could ask you, what is hope? If we could define hope this evening, what is hope? Um, if you uh, have the worldly definition of hope, if I gave you that, uh, it would be this. It would be, it's a feeling of expectation and desire for certain things to happen. For certain things to happen. If I gave you the definition of biblical hope, I would say it's not about wishing or optimism. Biblical hope is the confidence that we have that a faithful God will remain faithful. The Bible says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can I repeat that definition one more time? Biblical definition of hope. It's not about wishing or optimism. Biblical hope is the confidence that we have that a faithful God will remain faithful. The birth of Christ represents a hope that is trustworthy, visible, and understandable because of God's faithfulness. If you turn to Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7, it says this, and it will be on the screen. It says, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing it and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. You see, because of hope, we can experience Christ in a new way. In a new way. When we accept Christ and we begin to follow him, we're renewed in him. We're renewed in Christ. In becoming man, Jesus entered the world and gave humanity the strength to, to walk and live in the present moment in a new way. His birth represents a new start. If, if I said that we have the certainty on being on a journey with Christ, I would say that for a Christian, then hope means the certainty of being on a journey with Christ towards a Father who awaits us. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That journey with Christ starts when we accept him, and we ask him, and we start following him. Through the ups and the downs, no matter what we're going through in life, Jesus continues to walk through us, no matter what we're dealing with. We can put all of our hope in the fact that Jesus will always be there with us. Hope never stops. It never stops, and it's always on a journey. Hope makes us walk forward. If we don't have hope, then we're just kind of wandering around. We don't have any goals, and we don't have a destination. Hope makes us walk forward. Hope makes us walk forward. Through Christ's birth, hope entered the world. The true meaning of Christmas is found in the act that God is fulfilling his promise of salvation and becoming man. God doesn't abandon his people, and he draws near. If we allow him. If we allow him. Paul described Jesus as our hope in 1 Timothy 1.1. And the blessed hope in Titus 2.13. Jesus not only came to bring hope, but he's our hope. 
We have hope because Jesus forgave us. Knowing Jesus brings contentment, regardless of uh, the, the want for worldly possessions, for material possessions, and, and he brings joy despite difficult circumstances. Nothing can destroy the hope of Christ. There isn't any power here on earth that can take that away from us. Hope is everlasting. Hope is eternal. Pope Francis said this, Christian hope is not a ghost, and it does not deceive. It's a theological virtue and therefore ultimately a gift from God that cannot be reduced to optimism, which is only human. God does not mislead hope. God cannot deny himself, and God is all promise. Never before in the history of this world, in the history of earth, has there ever been a more significant birth than that of Jesus? On that day, hope entered the world. See, beginning all the way back in Genesis, when man was created, we were created for a relationship with Christ. When Jesus came as a baby, he came to restore that hope that we can have a relationship with him and live and walk with him. So, can I ask you a couple questions tonight? Where does your hope lie? Is it on things of the world? Is it on those gifts that you're really hoping for underneath the Christmas tree in a couple days? Or does your hope rest in Jesus? Does your hope rest on a baby boy that was, that was given to us so many years ago? Where does your hope rest tonight? If I, if I gave you a box, if I gave you a, a present this morning and you held it in your hands, or this evening, I'm sorry, and you held it in your hands, and you had the ability to put things in there, what would you choose tonight? Would you choose things? Or would you choose hope? Would you choose a relationship with Christ? Um, I know it's Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas is a couple days away. And around this time of year and, and a couple other holidays throughout the year, we can tend to, if we're not involved in church, uh, this can be one of those special services that we feel obligated to go to every year. It's just the thing that we do. And I want to challenge you tonight that God is here and God is, hope, and God is full of hope. And God loves you tonight. This doesn't have to be just a, a once-a-year thing that you do. I want to invite you tonight to really find the hope in Jesus. Find the hope in the baby boy that was born so many years ago. Again, would your, would your box be full of hope or would it be full of things? Where does your hope lie tonight? Can I pray? Heavenly Father, Lord, we are uh, just so in awe of who you are and the fact that you sent your son down on this earth to die for us. The fact that you sent your son as a baby knowing full well what it would lead to means that you knew the ultimate sacrifice that he was making and that you were making just for us. God, going forward, I pray that we would find hope in you, that, God, we would desire to have a relationship with you and if we have a relationship, God, I pray, Lord, that we would dig deeper and go further 
and continue to be more hungry for you. Lord, tonight we recognize who you are, God, and we just stand in awe of your awesome presence, God, and the hope that you give each and every one of us through your Son. God, it's in your name I pray. Amen.